0: Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Scholar on the Belt and Road podcast. I'm your host, Oli Malimov. Today, I'd like to take us back to Baku's seventh global forum, where I spoke to four talented individuals from SEO region chosen to represent their countries in the Young Leaders program. Now, I had the chance to spend a lot of time together with them, was really impressed with not only their resumes but their common collected approach to speaking in front of world's current and former leaders their panel took place on the third day of the forum so they spent a lot of time preparing their speeches on very specific subjects from sustainable development to regional cooperation i caught up with Altanai from kyrgyzstan amina from russia and kamila from tajikistan in the first days to ask them, how did they get to become the participants of the program, how they view the forum and how they approach the preparation process. We're also very proud and happy that Amina Zamulina is an alumni of Scholar who had honorably represented our youth league during the entire program in Baku, Azerbaijan. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. we're here with Altenai, Camila and Amina. Ladies, can you speak about the application process?
1: Um, hi, um, I'm Altanay. Um So I applied for this forum as a young leader through a process uh, online. Um, they encourage people, youngsters to come from all over the world. They give this opportunity and I think this is a great idea because um, you 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 experience uh, being in with the global leaders and then you actually um, as a young leader have a chance and opportunity to present at the panel um, at the end um, of the forum. So um, you can address the issues that you're passionate about, that you're interested in, um, you, you can actually approach those leaders and ask them questions. So I think it's, it's a great concept um, for, for young leaders, for uh, young professionals that want to integrate. I agree with Altanay.
2: As for me, uh, I was following Nijami Ganjavi Center on Facebook and Instagram. And then i learned about application process Uh, so i collected documents prepared my uh i would say that there were several reasons it was not just the knowledge that i wanted to get and to obtain from the speakers but it was also a motivation and inspiration that i was seeking here I think that it is one of the most important things for young professionals, for young people who position themselves as leaders, or maybe not as leaders, but if they have some aspirations to make an impact, to change something, their communities or uh, the world like in general, it is very important for us to keep and to maintain very positive mindset we all know that there are so many people who focus on problems they like to state that we have problem what it can lead to but it is much more important to see an opportunity in this problem and to be positive about finding solutions so it was one of the reasons why i came here because i knew that in such an environment when you meet another very active very energetic young people when you share some stories it kind of charge you it gives you an energy to act then of course when you are in an environment when you're uh, sitting in the same hall when you are dining with uh, uh, former prime ministers or with presidents, when you are kind of a part of this environment, it makes you feel not that, uh, you do not think that this is the level or position you cannot achieve, you start thinking another uh, dimension, you feel yourself as a part of this, and it of course gives you A lot of motivation to act to go back to your country and to spread
3: this positive energy among the young people Uh, so one of the main reasons that I was at this forum and interested in it is because first of all it's a great opportunity to meet other bright leaders young leaders um, see their perspective as well as um, get the experience and the knowledge of more um, experienced leaders uh, that have a vast Um, understanding of what is global order second of all it's an opportunity for me to meet um, former presidents former prime ministers from all over the world and understand um, their vision.
0: I've asked them about the process of the preparation and what do they do in order to organize themselves and cramp in so much information so many topics in one and a half hours that the panel lasted.
3: So we have split out, um, we have actually had already a couple of brainstorms, we have split out into three different groups, we'll have three panel discussions with around five to six young leaders, um, and each one will tackle the topics that were discussed during the Uh, previous panels of the whole forum, um, and see where we can add a new perspective as a young leader. So for instance, I'm going to be in the diplomacy panel and I will be speaking about the security threats and regional cooperation in um, Central Asia, but also Southeast Asia. Uh, We chose uh, a very interesting format uh, of
2: our panel discussion. We chose uh, three main topics, big blocks, uh, and we decided to uh, speak of these huge problems from, the, from our personal perspectives. For example, someone is an engineer and he's talking about technology from a very uh, technical point of view. Someone is talking from their point of view of um, how will it impact working force. So, in my opinion, it's going to be very interesting because we're taking different puzzles... And we are putting it different pieces of the puzzle, and we are putting it in this
1: in one picture. Um, I'm in a group uh, where we're gonna address um, challenges of sustainable development. Um, I'm in particular gonna be preparing a presentation on poverty, um, education, basically social issues that we face. Um, There are people in our group that will be talking about uh, environmental issues and renewable energy and the solutions that we can come up with. Um, Then there are people who are going to address and highlight the issues of refugees and um, how climate change affects those uh, immigrants. So, um, well, I think sustainable development is, is, is a key topic at the moment um, globally. Um, I think the problem might be that we can't uh, tackle those challenges straight away. It's a very long-term process, let's say. And in order for us to tackle it globally, I think we need to start locally first. So probably the cultural difference, the the mindset of people, that's the education, the, that's the core that we need to work on.
0: I've asked them how do they think they can apply this experience in the future? Specifically, what can they bring, what value can they bring to their home countries?
3: So I think in terms of how I can apply it in the future in my Um, career and into my region specifically is just to understand the global perspective from all over the world around different topics and um, burning issues that are occurring at the moment and see how it can be applied to my specific region and how we can tackle it together in regional cooperation because I'm very for regional cooperation and I think Central Asia is lacking it very much at the moment.
1: Um, as for me, I think as coming from, um, from Kyrgyzstan, in our country we have lots of talented young people um, educated either abroad or in, in Bishkek in Kyrgyzstan. Um, not many people would have access, I think, to, to travel. So I think it's a, it's a great idea that we have such forums or uh, international programmes or as that encourage people to learn, to gain more um, knowledge and have ability actually, the access to, you know, to, to think globally and then probably come back to your native country and contribute somehow. So I think people should be more encouraged. Uh, they should be more supported in terms of going to those forums and be able to learn, meet new people, um, cooperate, integrate, and um, yeah, and just network, basically, yeah.
2: It gave me a lot of confidence and uh, courage to act, uh, not to be scared, not to think that I am not good enough or I'm not qualified enough. Uh, What do we learn is that you need to start acting with what you have. Uh, There is a very interesting saying, the best time for planting the tree was 20 years ago and today. So I think that that is what I'm getting from here, that I can start acting right away with as much expertise as I have right now.
0: Overall, there were 17 young leaders, who were lucky enough to become part of the program. I asked our guest about what was special about their peers, about the bond they have created during the five days they have spent together and how do they think it will affect them in the years to come.
3: Uh, What's really interesting about this group is that we are all so diverse, we come from different fields, we have different passions, Um, we all come from different countries from all over the world so this is an excellent opportunity to build a bridge between young leaders across the world, I'll build with them connections and also understand their perspectives and what they can do um, to change the future world. So I think this overall forum has been already uh, showing to me that we've built some close friendships, uh, we do see each other outside of panels, we do discuss the issues and I think those are the friendships that are going to last throughout. Um, and Um, it will be a great opportunity that if someone visits me or if I go somewhere else in the world, we always will have that network.
2: It's basically the second day that we're spending all together, but I really have a feeling that we know each other like for a year (laughs) because we had so much experience. And of course, this ice breaking, it happened very fast. And I can say that right now I know much more about uh, about guys within our program then i knew about my classmates let's say in china and that's really cool because we established this friendship it's not just the networking it's not just uh, a facebook link that you will that you will have on your account it's really this feeling of friendship and that is something really important for me
1: yeah i think she's absolutely right uh, peop- uh, the the young leaders are really interesting people and personalities from all over the world, which is amazing. Diversity is great, um, and we spend a lot of time together, which is very intense. So I think we became kind of a family now. Yes. <laughs> so it's it's great. Um, I think it's first of all, yeah, the rela- building the effective relationship between us is is great. We can always uh, stay in contact, visit each, each other, you know. Um so in in terms of this it's it's a great experience, yeah, yeah and
2: by the way, Alton taught me how to use coffee machine which is <laughs> which is great
0: <laughs> right after the panel, I had the opportunity to speak to Sivinch from Azerbaijan, who delivered a passionate speech about education that drew an ovation from the esteemed audience also, I followed up with our guest, Amina, about her feelings on the process of speaking in front of world leaders. Hear what they had to say. Sivinj, you've uh, just spoken in front of current and former leaders. Uh, You were answering their questions. How did it feel like having this uh, direct conversation with people who have been for so many years making the most important decisions for their own countries and the region.
4: Uh, it was very uh, good feeling uh, first of all and very important uh, to me you know I'm passionate about uh, the world issues about uh, peace security justice uh, you know development sustainable development anyway but uh, and, and I'm telling it and promoting in my own uh, you know in my own surrounding anyway but today was particularly a special day because I had a chance like many other young leaders to express our views and to express our passion in front of the, as you mentioned, the important people, the, the leaders of the world. So this is, I think, unbelievable opportunity that, that that's created for us. And I, and I believe that it should be, you know, happen very often that, you know, the decisions at the end of the day, which are made by leaders, which are made by uh, the people, by decision makers are affecting young people, right? We are the people who are affected by this. Therefore, I believe that in inclusive discussions like this today which happened should happen often and the young people should be given chance to express their views and I think it will have huge influence for our development and for our people of the world.
0: You've drawn a lot of applause with your statement on inclusive education. Can you share with our listeners what you have said and why do you so passionately believe in inclusive education?
4: Absolutely, Uh, inclusive education is very important because we're afraid of the things, it's not just, you know, someone tell us, it's our nature that we're afraid of the things that we we do not know, we are not aware. That is why it is very important uh, for people to come together to share ideas and uh, you know to be uh, to be very open and uh, discuss and this is i believe is the future because whatever we are afraid it leads frustration it leads uh, confused confusion and it leads at the end of the day conflicts but we can solve this by cooperating by knowing each other more by being aware that we are actually uh, be, become more aware that we are have, we have the potential to be cooperative rather than uh, conflicting parties, right? So we need, we can actually solve these security dilemmas uh, between each other by cooperating and stop seeing us between each other as a threat. Cooperation, cooperation, cooperation is the key.
0: Is this what your vision is uh, for your country, for the region and for the greater world?
4: Absolutely, my vision about the world overall is, uh, you know, communication, it's my vision for myself, first of all, as an individual, because you have to, uh, you have to, you have to act what you preach right you first imply it in yourself it's my vision for the ro- for myself to be more social person and uh, interact more to learn more and then of course it's my vision for the world to be cooperative and to you know learn from each other we we can never learn by looking simply our by looking simply at the mirror right mirror is the people who are thinking like us uh, saying like us we can only learn by by communicating with each other and by learning.
0: Amina, you have had an opportunity to have a direct communication with current and former leaders. Is this everything that you expected? How did you feel like?
2: Um, Amazing. It's an absolutely amazing feeling. First of all, uh, that was the first time when I positioned myself on public as a human rights lawyer, so for me it is incredibly important when people see you as as a professional, not just a student, not just a young girl, like you know, who like people usually do not take serious, but here you can actually have an opportunity to speak on very serious things and people are listening to you, so that is really precise. Another one thing I would Like to say that I was super nervous, like my hands were really shaking. But once you're at stage, you forget about all this like uh, feelings. And the only thing that you have is excitement because you have a chance to send your message to people who are at at that positions you can only dream about. But right now, I feel that it is not just a dream. It is a goal which is absolutely... Uh, you can get it and that was really cool that's really cool I would repeat it by the way
0: (laughs) were you surprised that there were so many questions addressed uh, for young leaders
2: Um, yes I was surprised uh, in a very good way Um, to be honest I was a bit uh, I had this prejudice Uh, And I still felt that people here do not really take us serious because they're like prime ministers, ministers of foreign affairs, like presidents and so on and so forth. We are kind of, we do not have much expertise. So what can we actually offer them? What can we teach them? So it was really, really cool that they were that interested. They really wanted to know our opinion. What do we think? What we can offer? And that's incredible.
0: Congratulations again.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: That is it for this edition of the Scholar on the Belt and Road podcast. It was very inspiring to hear from the young and very talented individuals speak about how their lives change during such programs. Here at Scholar, we always urge young people to become involved, to truly pursue what they're passionate about. These days, scholars is going through the process of admitting new members, this is the second official recruitment, as we had a record number of applicants out of which we could only accept a handful. All of the applicants are truly talented, and we hope new members can bring new energy and novel vision on our youth platform. For now, I'd like to thank our podcast team who worked tirelessly to bring this project together. They are Alicia Dovgaluk, our co-host and producer and our technical director Mr. Sarvar Ismailov my hat goes out to you and your talents see you next time